Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some relationships, maybe cross with them, am I the asshole as well? And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. And this story is from Soon to Wed Throwaway, who says, am I the asshole for threatening to cut my parents off financially to stop my brother from proposing at my wedding? I, 27 male, I start this off by saying my wedding is scheduled for April because my fiance, 25 female, has always dreamed of a spring wedding and I really like the idea too. I have an older brother though, 30 male, and last Saturday I was called over to my parents' house to talk about something, but they refused to tell me what until I got there. Then they sat me down with my brother and told me that my brother wants to use my wedding as the perfect day for him to propose to his girlfriend. I was instantly mad and told them absolutely not, but they ganged up on me. I ended up so enraged to the point that I, one man, somehow backed all three of them into a corner. I told them that if they want to do this, then not only will they all be uninvited, but I'll also cut off the financial support I've been given monthly since they paid to have my golden child brother go through college by taking out a second mortgage. I landed a decently high-paying job and have been sending $500 to my parents monthly to help ease their mortgage. And I didn't ask for a stake in the ownership of their house either. It was entirely goodwill, and I can cut it off at any time. I left without speaking anything more to them, but my brother came to my home the next day to yell at me that I ruined his big chance because now our parents are siding with me and they'll evict him if he tries to propose at my wedding. He said I was financially blackmailing our parents and that he just wanted a good chance to propose because he was afraid his girlfriend might leave him soon. I said that was his problem, not mine, because my wedding day is not about him. And if he tries to propose at my wedding, I will have him thrown out. That's not a maybe, but a definite. And I doubt his girlfriend would appreciate her proposal followed up with being tossed out by a bouncer. He yelled a few choice words at me, then went crying to our only surviving grandparent. Our maternal grandmother, and she called to try and ream me over the phone. No surprise, my brother heavily embellished the version of the story he told her, but she still sided with him after I gave the real story. She tried to hold her ground, but the verbal backlash I ended up giving her left her crying. That got back to my parents, who are now pissed at me for taking things this far. But I told them I only went that far because I had to when they were all trying to get me to let my brother use my wedding as a springboard for a proposal. They ended up agreeing with me, but still stated they feel like I'm crass. And my brother showed up at my home again to scream at me that I'm an arsehole and I hope I'm happy with myself for not allowing him the opportunity. I thought I was entirely in the right at first, but maybe I really did take it too far with my brother. So I thought I'd come here to ask for an impartial ruling. Am I the arsehole for everything I did and said to my brother and everyone else? Edit. My fiance knows what my brother tried to do and she's very angry about it. She's almost ready to have him uninvited if he pursues this any further. Also, I won't justify making my grandmother cry. 
Normally, I have a very mild temper. But when it comes to certain people like my brother, parents, and grandmother, I can easily get short with them because of all the past favoritism. My grandmother especially. She's always sided with my brother and believed his lies no matter what he did. She's the biggest reason my parents favored my brother too. She kept trying to convince me over the phone to let my brother propose at my wedding that I ended up losing it on her. And for those wondering why I've been sending my parents money, well, about a year ago, they were on the verge of losing their house because of extra debt they took on paying for my brother's college 10 years ago. They were too prideful to ask me for help, but I didn't want them to end up losing their home. I personally don't want the house in the future, but I want my parents to be able to keep their home. We have a plan for me to continue payments till I'm 30, and I've sent them to a financial advisor to help them get things settled. But my lazy brother isn't helping. He only pays $300 a month for rent and doesn't contribute to utilities. Years ago, he also dropped out of the college my parents paid for and they couldn't get the lost tuition money back, so they are finally starting to get angry with him themselves. Edit 2. Yes, my brother dropped out of college, but a few years later, he got an online college degree and barely passed to get it. I have no issue with online college. However, after what my parents spent on him, it feels like a stick to the eye that he did that. But the online college degree got him a better job. He's never really changed though. As soon as he got that degree, he wanted nothing but praise for months. My brother has no bad habits like gambling, high spending, or drug addiction. He's just a jerk and always has been. You know, we're going to start with the initial your brother thinking it's okay to propose at your wedding. You know, it's one thing to ask if he can propose that. I didn't, I couldn't even do that myself. I couldn't go up to someone, you know, my brother's getting married. I couldn't go say to him, can I propose at your wedding? I'd be embarrassed to do that, to be quite honest. No offense to anyone that's done that, but, <laughs> but I think it would personally embarrass me thinking about it. I know some families have like traditions of doing this or whatever, but in this particular case, absolutely not. He's been told no, and then the parents getting upset. He's getting upset over it. There's clear favoritism going on. But another thing that really peed me off while I was reading this story is, you know, you're paying towards your parents' mortgage. Brother's only paying $300 in rent. So you're basically paying for your brother to be there. That's the way that it would really piss me off, to be quite honest. But just some other person says not the arsehole, your brother is the arsehole. Your brother is unwilling to accept no for an answer and has been trying to use your loved ones to manipulate you into getting the answers he wants. Wiggle Pie says not the arsehole. They should respect your decision, end of story, and yet they doubled down and made things worse. If I were you, and because I'm petty, the next time he tries to bring this up again and argues about it, I would threaten to go over his head and warn his girlfriend about the wedding proposal of his. Best of luck and congrats on the spring wedding. Oh yeah, brother trying to propose because he's worried that his girlfriend is going to break up with him. Doesn't sound like a great way to start, you know, an engagement. But Run Raven Girl says not the arsehole. I don't care if you made your grandma cry. I'm tired of people thinking they can be rude and disrespectful of others because they're older or family. She decided to berate you, expecting you'd cave. And instead, she got what she gave. Fuck around and find out. Tell the girlfriend... Disinvite them both and have a lovely day at your wedding. Fuzzy Purple Frog says not the asshole, but if I were you, I'd uninvite your brother because I promise you he's going to do it anyway. Jade says not the asshole, you did everything right by standing your ground. Kudos to you and congrats to your wife for finding someone who will no doubt be an amazing partner and ally. Your brother, on the other hand, lol, is trying to propose for all the wrong reasons. It doesn't matter about all the shit you've endured watching your family prop up their golden child. He kind of turned out to be a loser, but they'll never see it. It doesn't matter though, because you, sir, have won. 
But now let's move on to the update to find out what happened next. So we have an update and a final update to this story. So first update says, I ended up speaking with my brother again and threatened to tell his girlfriend if he was still intending to propose at my wedding without permission. He took it poorly and called me an awful person. So I pointed out that my wedding isn't about him. Our parents were there for this and they backed me up. I think my brother did a double take when they did that. My dad pointed out that he'd raised my brother wrong and that was on him. So from now on, my brother was to show them real respect and they wanted to get an official lease drawn up for him to pay proper rent and utilities. He was only paying them $300 a month without contributing to any utilities or food. And if he doesn't want to pay, he can move out and then rent his room to someone else. My brother turned to our mum for help, but she just agreed with dad. He looked like he was having a conniption and then left the house. He came back a couple hours later, but spoke to no one and locked himself in his room. Two days later, my brother announced he was moving in with grandma because she invited him and our parents basically told him that if he wants to live with her, then go ahead. My brother responded to this by saying, we all hate him for just wanting to propose to his girlfriend. My parents pointed out that it's not that he wanted to propose, but where he wanted to do it and, and he'd get no support for it. He's refusing to talk to our parents now. My grandmother did try to call me again, but it ended up with me telling her that my brother will not be allowed to propose at my wedding, plain and simple, so he can get over it or not. And the same goes for her. I ended up calling her out on her favoritism towards my brother since we were kids, which she tried to deny at first, but couldn't keep doing so because of how much I pointed out. She ended up crying again while I told her that if she keeps trying to insist on this, then she won't be coming to my wedding. She begged me not to rescind her invite, but still, she doesn't understand why I couldn't let my brother have his way before ending the call. My fiance is 100% on my side and fully ready to remove my brother and grandmother from the wedding. My grandmother hasn't called again and she's not talking to my parents either. My guess is my brother went crying to her again to tell her mummy and daddy weren't enabling him anymore. So she offered in to move in with her but there's literally nothing she can do to sway me and I think my last conversation with her made her realize that. I didn't wish to tell my brother's girlfriend but she called me up on Saturday about my Reddit post. She saw it read in an online video and then realized it might be me with the way I describe my brother and grandmother. So yeah, now she knows. She ended up tearing my brother a new arsehole and he still tried to justify himself to her. That's when she told him they were through and cut all contact with him. My brother of course blamed me even though his girlfriend said that she's been ready to leave him for a while now and if he'd tried to propose no matter where, she'd have told him no. So that's it. My brother showed up at my place one more time to have a fit and said he is boycotting my wedding. He actually thought he had leverage that he and grandma wouldn't go. I said I wouldn't miss him and that he's in his 30s now and needs to grow up. Our parents have cut the umbilical and are no longer supporting him and they're already repainting his room to rent it to someone else and they plan on renting out my old bedroom as well because they need the money after the financial hole he left them in after dropping out of college just to mooch off them for a while and then get a degree with online college later and then barely paying any rent while also making them pay for his food and utilities despite having a good paying job. They spent the world on him and, and he wasn't the least bit grateful. That made my brother just shut down and leave and since then we've not heard a peep out of him. That's everything that's happened from my original post up until now. Edit. Yes, I have very good security hired for the wedding and they'll toss my brother out like bouncers in a heartbeat. And now we're going to move straight on to that final update. Well, my brother and grandma are officially uninvited from my upcoming wedding. 
My grandma called me again to berate me even more for refusing to let my brother propose. Apparently, he's beside himself with grief over his ex. Yeah, so beside himself with grief that he's already on Tinder looking for a date, or so his social media says, which I pointed out to grandma. She claimed that was just his way of coping. I said I didn't care. He's no longer invited to my wedding because I can't trust that he won't do something crazy if he's there. Then she gave me her classic line of, I don't understand why. That's what she always says when I won't do something for my brother after he'd screwed me over. For example, I once gave my brother a loan back when he was still doing online college. He didn't want to repay it despite promising he would. Even after getting a good job, he hemmed and hawed about it when I wanted him to pay me back. He had the money, he just didn't want to give it up. So I said I was never going to loan him money again. And grandma gave her a line of not understanding why. Even when I told her it was because I knew my brother would never want to repay me. So he's not going to get another penny. Her response was to say she still doesn't understand. So just hearing her say that about the issue of my brother being banned from my wedding made me lose it. I yelled at her that she does understand. She just acts like she doesn't because she doesn't want to. She's always been on my brother's side no matter what he did. And because of that, she's no longer invited to my wedding either. And I don't care if she cries because I'm just plain done with her. She made her bed with the side she chose. Now she can live with it. Of course, she exploded in tears, crying like a sad whale and called me a bad grandson. I said she was a bad grandma for thinking I'm the bad grandson when she always believed my brother's lies and played favorites. Everyone else knew it too, and I'm sick of her pretending everything was rosy when she used to beat my ass and then tell me I'd be a bad boy if I told my parents she'd spank me. I then told her not to call me again unless it was to admit the truth and give me a genuine apology. And then I ended the call. It went right back to radio silent from her. I also preemptively told my parents about what happened and their response was they don't care. I yelled at her anymore because she's never going to stop siding with my brother no matter what. My parents are actually doing so much better since my brother moved out. They've got two rooms ready to rent out and on the market waiting for a tenant. My dad is also working on clearing out the attic to make another room up there for someone to rent. They're basically turning as many rooms in their house as they can into livable space. They're going to need that rent money to help pay off their debts. And they're still thanking me a lot for helping them with the money I've been sending them monthly. My parents sat me down a while ago and apologized heavily for everything that went on from my childhood till now. They said they can offer no good excuse as to why my brother was the favorite when they shouldn't have been playing favorites at all. And that what they did was completely unacceptable. And the fact that I was still willing to help them out, even after everything they'd done, made them realize how horrible they were as parents. And from now on, they'll do their best to be better people. They've basically stopped caring about what my brother and grandma think too. They haven't been talking to them either. I've heard nothing from my brother's ex. She wants nothing more to do with my family. And I don't blame her. My fiance is super happy about me standing my ground because she wanted my brother and grandmother out much sooner. Then she admitted something to me I never knew. Apparently the few times she was alone with my grandma, she was told all sorts of lies about me that my fiance never once believed. She couldn't recall much, but basically grandma said a number of things that I remember my brother did that were pinned on me. But the gist of it is that my grandma was trying to tell my fiance that I was the bad egg as a child and that she better watch me closely in case she decided not to marry me. So yeah, grandma was trying to poison the well with more lies. One story my fiance remembered my grandma talking about was one I knew right away. It was the story about the broken lamp. My grandma used to have a beautiful handcrafted stained glass lamp. 
my brother threw a football in the house straight at it and the lamp fell and broke. It was old and frail, so it basically shattered. My brother said that I was throwing the football in the house and that he tried to stop me, but it was basically the other way around. Grandma refused to believe me and spanked me bare bottom with a wooden spoon. My grandma knew my brother was lying and even told my parents so. My brother was grounded and I was told I didn't have to visit grandma anymore if I didn't want to. And after my grandpa passed away, I stopped going. The fact that old hag was still talking about that stuff to people like my fiance when I'm not around infuriates me. So I'm beyond glad that I've cut the tumors that are my brother and grandmother out of my life. I don't need them anymore. But now, what do you guys make of this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This story comes from Spanish Class Problem who asks, Am I the asshole for turning a school project that showed my neighborhood and neighbors in a bad light? And does come with an update. I'm a high school student in a Spanish class and we had an assignment to make a video tour of a place. It had to be in Spanish and it had to be conversational like you were showing a friend around. I decided to just walk around my street and make a tour of that because my family wasn't going anywhere else. So I filmed a neighbor's house. When I walked by, they were having a screaming fight like usual. Here are the neighbors. (laughs) They are very angry. They like to yell in the morning, afternoon and night. The next neighbors, Joe and Tammy live here. They are very nice and have three dogs. Someone drives by and cat calls me profanely. As a joke, I yell back, a stupido pedo, hopefully I got that right, which means stupid dog. Then he slammed his brakes and yelled something racist before speeding off. I said to the camera, this man is very stupid. He is a man but acts like a dog. Edit to clarify something. I'm white, but I think this idiot assumed I is Hispanic because I was speaking Spanish. A lot of people in the comments are talking about my experiences as a person of color and I just wanted to clear up that I am not and I don't want to speak for people who actually experience this kind of shit regularly. Because one rude comment is nothing like having those kind of experiences all your life. I also introduce 10 other mundane things like flowers, a bird, etc. I cut out the long sequences of me walking but I left everything else. My teacher have a rubric of the types of descriptions and numbers of things you needed and taking out any would lose me points. It was too dark out to film more. The second part of the assignment was to upload the video on the school website and post comments back and forth responding to several of your classmates' videos. 
One of my friends from class recognized the racist guy as someone who volunteers with the middle school soccer team. So she texted me like, lol, should I say something? And I said, sure. So she posted in Spanish. In the car is Mr. Jones who coaches the children. I learned from your video that he hates women and is a racist. I replied to say, does he teach the girls or the boys? And she replied back, both. I replied back, that is terrible. A guy in my class made a comment like, the man yelling at his family is a police officer. He is always a very angry man. I replied back to say, that is scary. The next day at school, my teacher wanted to talk to me alone. She told me that my video was inappropriate and I shouldn't have filmed the neighborhood or the coach. I said that assignment was literally to walk around a place you're familiar with and react, like you're having a conversation with a friend. And that is literally how it goes when I walk around with my friends. My teacher said I was being belligerent on purpose and I should have known that stuff has to be dealt with delicately. I said I just don't agree. It's just life and there's no point in pretending that's not happening. She said she had taken down the video and it was the sort of thing that should be brought to the authorities instead of posted for the whole class. I said I didn't even know who the guy in the car was and who was I going to call about the cop? The cops? I have a meeting with a principal coming up tomorrow. Am I the arsehole for having posted that video for the Spanish class? You know, from the assignment point of view, from the language point of view, I think that's fantastic. I think what you did is everyday scenarios you're going around and you're even responding to people in the language you're being asked to learn i think that's great guy driving by involved himself in your video that's on him which you even reply to in the language fantastic and i think no fault of your own the teacher's having a meltdown about it so i'm gonna go with a not the asshole but prove it says not the asshole you were filming in real time your surroundings which is perfectly legal the coach who stopped this car to yell racist things had full control of his abilities and chose to do that in public. Your video is a sad but accurate portrayal of your neighborhood and satisfies exactly what the assignment was for. Your teacher has no right to be mad at you. To which OP replied saying, yeah, like half the reason that I didn't expect it to be a big deal was that I thought I'd just made a video of a pretty average walk through my pretty normal neighborhood. Like it sucks people catcall and argue, but you see that all the time and it's just life. Chakra Mama 318 says not the asshole. the teacher is panicking, probably because she either didn't grow up in a neighborhood like this or she didn't think through the consequences of a student actually showing what their neighbors are like and outing people for being racist. If you can get another adult on your side, I would, but I would also say, I did the exact assignment that you requested. This is the area I had access to in order to complete the assignment. I understand you took the video down because you were concerned about the consequences of a middle school coach being outed for his racist misogyny, but I didn't know who he was. Also, I am a minor and you can see from this video, the victim of his racism. Why is your fear of repercussions more important than the fact I experienced harassment from this man? Also for the yelling neighbors, again, I am a minor and I am assuming a minority. Now that we know who this person is, how much retaliation do you think I can expect for turning in footage of police officer in the middle of a heated domestic argument with his wife to the police when he lives down the street from me? Also, this is not my responsibility. As for me being belligerent, I did the assignment as requested with the time and locations I had available to do so. I met every requirement of your rubric. I do not think it is fair for me to be penalized because I did not have the option to find a location that was more to your liking at the time. Is it safe to assume that this is about my neighborhood and social class? Don't be afraid of the power of the principal. Just stay super calm and polite. Bring an adult if you can. 
And I'm just going to quickly paraphrase a quick comment that OP made below that one and saying that, you know, they can't believe how someone can get to 50 in age and be that sheltered from life and those kind of neighborhoods. And, and whilst I agree with that comment that OP made, but you would be surprised how many people haven't seen that kind of neighborhood. As I always say, you know, you know what I'm like with neighborhood <laughs> videos. I lived in a wild neighborhood and I'm only just realizing later on in life how different my neighborhood was. <laughs> You know, arguments in the neighborhood and shouting and stuff like that around where I used to live was a daily or sometimes a bi-daily occurrence. Always something wild going on. You know, like I've told you about Swan Man, the Hoover person, the guy with that used to be able to take out his eyeball and chase me around the estate. He thought I was having a good time. I was absolutely shitting myself. The guy that lived across the river from us and absolutely hated us. I've seen fights, arson, carjacking, the whole shebang. <laughs> And so I can understand why not everyone's in this kind of a state in some ways. Anyway, let's move on to the update before I go on any further. You know what I'm like with a neighbor's story, guys. I just get carried away. So update. At the meeting this morning, and I think it went well. I have a study hall now, so I have a little time to write an update. So last night, I did a bunch of prep. Before the meeting, I emailed the video to the elementary school principal, guidance counselor, and a few parents I know with kids on the sports team to say their coach had yelled sexually explicit and hateful things at me, a student in the school system. I just wanted to get out ahead and make sure the video was out there before the school might pressure me to delete it. Backed up the video to multiple places. Asked the teacher I trust to sit on on this meeting and have it be recorded and sent to all the participants afterwards. We scheduled it for just the day before school started on Zoom, so I wouldn't miss any class decided to write up a list of things I'd want to discuss in the meeting and shared it with my favorite teacher in advance so she could help me address those questions. As for the actual meeting, I decided I'd just go into it, acting as if they would obviously do the right thing and ask for help. I was hoping having a teacher on my side and the meeting on video would pressure them to help. I thought if I approached it from an, well, obviously you're going to take this seriously perspective and had it on video, it would have put them in a tough spot to have to contradict me. So when I called in and everyone said good morning and the principal asked if I knew why I'd been called this morning, I just started out by saying yes, I assume it's about kids coach. Thank you so much for calling this meeting with me this morning. I really appreciate how proactive you are about addressing the sexual harassment from a staff member. I understand this is a mandated reporting state. I wanted to ask if there was any information you will need to add to your report. And the principal seemed kind of caught out and said that a report had not yet been filed. I said, well, as I understand it, there is 48 hour time frame to file a report. I understand making you aware of this right before the weekend might have complicated things. Perhaps there was a miscommunication about the severity of the events. But I was approached in a car, sexually harassed and threatened by a man who works with other minors in the public school system. As soon as I said all that, the meeting tone really changed. The meeting also had a school guidance counselor on it and I could tell, and I could tell she understood how serious what I was saying was especially because I was politely calling out that they were already past the legal deadline and they should have filed a report by. She actually took over and the principal didn't participate as much. I also tried to smooth things over somewhat by saying I was sorry I brought this to their attention in school project instead of asking for a meeting with a principal directly. I should have reached out for help. So that's over. I'm still kind of freaking out how big of a deal it turned out to be. Also, I wanted to say thanks to everyone who had great suggestions for how to approach this, like having an adult to back me up, getting the meeting on record and knowing about mandatory reporting. Holy moly. It's one of those ones where I just want to be 
that little fly on the wall watching that just watching the uh you know the principal going into the meeting with one agenda what they're going to be saying but it being quickly turned around by op there holy moly let me know your thoughts in the comments below on this one once again guys thank you for joining me today and getting involved in today's stories your love time and support always does mean the world to me and i just want you to know that thank you so much and i will see you in the next one take care guys much love wake up get up stretch my legs eat some breakfast milk and eggs brush my teeth up wash my face don't mind clothes on start my day wake up i can smell the smoke from the bacon let's go see the sun shining from the windows okay i know that's a damn even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.